as we come towards the end of the summer, <clears throat> a strange summer as it might have been, and we come to the end of our time reflecting together on this remarkable series, this trilogy of parables that all come together in one story. The lostness of the coin, the sheep and these sons. We have discovered some remarkable things about who is truly lost, what that really looks like. The love of the father, the shepherd, uh, also the love of the, the, the woman, the relentless nature of their love seeking out what was lost. As we come to the words, the end of that time together, I'm very struck often by the very succinct comments that J.C. Ryle makes in his commentaries on Luke's gospel. And again tonight we're in Luke chapter 15. He says of Luke chapter 15 that we should take note of the remarkable figures under which our Lord describes his own love towards sinners. What does he mean by that? Well, he goes on to describe it a little bit like this. He says, we read that in reply to the taunting remarks of his enemies, Jesus spoke three parables, the parables of the lost sheep, the lost piece of silver and the prodigal son. The first two of these parables are before us and the third is meant to illustrate the same truth, but in a slightly different way. And they all throw strong light on Christ's willingness to save sinners. This is what he says. Christ's love is an active working love. Just as the shepherd did not sit bewailing his lost sheep and the woman did not sit bewailing her lost money, so our blessed Lord did not sit still in heaven pitying sinners. He left the glory which he had with the Father and he humbled himself to be made in the likeness of man. He came down into the world to seek and to save that which was lost. He never rested till he had made atonement for our transgressions brought in everlasting righteousness, provided eternal redemption and opened a door of life to all who are willing to be saved. Christ's love is a self-denying love. The shepherd brought his lost sheep home on his own shoulders rather than leave it in the wilderness. The woman light, lighted a candle and swept the house and searched diligently and spared no pains until she had found the lost money. And just so did Christ not spare himself when he undertook to save sinners. He endured the cross, despising the shame, and he laid down his life for his friends. Greater love than this cannot be shown. Christ's love is a deep love, a mighty love. Just as the shepherd rejoiced to find his sheep and the woman to find her money, so does the Lord Jesus rejoice to save sinners. It is a real pleasure to him to pluck them as brands from the burning. It was his meat and drink when upon earth to finish the work which he came to do. He felt straightened in spirit till it was accomplished. It is still his delight to show mercy to sinners. He is far more willing to save sinners than sinners are to be saved. Let us strive to know something of this love of Christ. It is a love that truly passes knowledge. It is unspeakable and unsearchable. It is that in which we must wholly rest our souls if we would have peace in time and share in the glory of eternity. If we take comfort in our own love to Christ, we are building on a sandy foundation. But if we lean on Christ's love towards us, we are like the wise men 